Hey, there we go. It's working. Hey, what's going on, my good brother? How you doing? Hey, going good. How how you doing, bro? Man, I got a little little background noise. I don't know if that'll be okay, man. But they decided uh. to cut grass <laughs> before I could get on this pod while while I'm getting on the podcast. So I hope that won't interfere with. It. I don't even know if you can hear it. No, bro. Like I mean, I hear static, but it's not. Look, it's not stopping us getting to what we we here to achieve. You know. Okay. Well, shoot. Let's jump. That's right, bro. So I mean, I guess it's only right that you just give us a little backstory of who you are. I just like to call this your superhero biography, like your name, where you're from, and what's your superpower, pretty much. Well, first and foremost, bro, that's a good question, because I like it when people ask you, who are you, instead of asking you, what do you do? Right. Um, You know, so that's a very good question, man, because a lot of times people will tell you what what they do, but you never really get to actually know who that person is. So so when you ask me who I am, you know, I'm a world changer. I dedicated my life to inspire one billion people to speak their dreams into existence, taking people from what I call the broke mindset to a wealthy mindset and teaching them the value of that actual mindset and the value of their self, understanding their worth, because if you never understand your worth, people will pay you pennies. Mm-hmm. So when you ask me who I am, I'm a world changer. I was put on this earth to be, you know what I'm saying, uh, God lives within me. And I'm just, uh, you know, a version of God going around the world, inspiring one billion people to speak their dreams into existence. That's mm. who I am. Man, that was, that's right on target, too, bro. I like a lot what you said about, you know, making pennies because I feel like, I mean, I'm kind of jumping the gun into this next conversation, but I like how the conversation is going already. I feel like people don't really realize their worth. And when you clock into a job, a lot of people and a lot of people in this generation they feel like the only thing that they can do is work for somebody else and i watched before and as you said you know after what the fourth time that you got rejected that you knew god said no you're meant to work for yourself so so can you touch base on that um i'm sorry i'm sorry say that one more time just i want to make sure i get there i got what you're asking me yeah bro so like pretty much a lot of people don't understand their self-worth and that's just kind of going along at what you said um, about making sense and they will pay you pennies. And I guess I want to kind of touch on how do you discover your self-worth and for people that don't realize their self-worth, how do you, when you, when you achieve that, how do you make the steps to become your own boss like, like yourself? Well, you know, bro, I, I'm not the, I'm not the caliber person that speaks for other people, but I always speak for myself and just hoping that I'm an example for other people right. to understand that there are two there are multiple types of people in this world. But I'm going to describe the two type of people in this world. Mm. You got some people who was created to be leaders, bro, uh, and some people who was created to be followers. You got some people who was created in this world to start businesses. You got some people who was created to be employees, both purposes of an employee and an entrepreneur. Both uh, both uh, positions are definitely needed. But what I don't want to see and what I hate seeing is seeing people who were born to be leaders, be followers due to the psychological damage to someone's mind and making them making them oppressed, especially in the black community. Uh, A lot of of people in the black community, minds have been oppressed so bad that we don't see our value and our worth. And then we create this illusion of this thing called fear, which prevents us from going out and pursuing the dreams that we have. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. we don't we don't think that we deserve to have, bil- you know, billions of dollars. We don't think that it should be right for us to have a house with 63 mm-hmm. bedrooms or we should have heaven right here on earth. I'm not going to die, brother. 
I'm not going to spend my whole time here on earth just to just to get on my knees and say a prayer just so I can spend heaven, you know what I'm saying, right. in the above. You know, my heaven is going to be right here on earth. Mm. And so that's the message that I'm passing, you know, uh, hoping that people will be able to find out what their purpose is. Now, the person that works the job, I appreciate you. Right. You're just as valuable as the person that, um, you know, created the job. But mm -hmm. if that's your purpose, that's your purpose, bro. You see, nobody on earth was created to drive an Uber car. Nobody on, right. on, on, on earth was created to, to just lift. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's something that, you know what I'm saying, you just, so sometimes when you get in the car and you ask a person, what do you do? They tell you, you know, I'm an Uber driver. You're not an Uber driver. God did not create you, bro, mm. to be an Uber driver. God did not create you right. to, to, to be a Lyft driver. Now, that might be what you're doing right now just to get by and stuff like that, but just understand that your purpose is way bigger than that. God might have created you to drive the car so that, so that it can help you get you to the destination of where you need to be in life. You might pick up someone along the way in that Uber car that can help you to speak your dream into existence and get you to the destination of living your dream. And that's mm. why I always tell people, never spend your present time with a person that you don't have a future with. That's, that's powerful, man. And, you know, there's a quote, too, that says a man is an average of five of his friends, too. I'm sure you're probably familiar with that well. Well, well, my quote, you know what I'm saying? I always, I'm into my, my, I'm into myself and I'm into my quotes. And when I say I'm into myself, bro, um, what that means is, I'm going to give you the quote first. My quote says, I'll show you your future if you show me your five best friends. Mm. We live in a society nowadays where they teach you not to be in yourself. Mm. They teach you not to support yourself. They teach you not to be selfish. You know what I'm saying? Right. My, I'm a, so the opposite of selfish, bro. It's selfless. Yep. Why would you ever think less of yourself? So when I wake up every day, bro, my dream is to support my dream. My dream is to uplift me. My dream is to make sure that my mind is wealthy and to take care of me. My dream is to make sure that I become a billionaire and that I help myself before I can help others. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So because the opposite of that is no one's going to support your dream more than you. So why, why should you put your dreams in other people's hands? Because they'll never love your dream like you. And that's it, brother. Man, that's cold hard facts though, because people that would pass you on the street, I mean, you can stop them, ask them for five minutes, and tell them, hey, you know, I, I really have this dream of starting 20 orphanages in New Orleans because this has always been something that I want to do. And I mean, they can look at you and just say, okay, this is great, and just keep walking by because at the end of the day, if you're not the one that's investing number one into it, then how is anybody else supposed to? Mm -hmm, absolutely. And I agree with that, bro. 100%. That's big. So this is something that is really interesting to me. And I wanted to kind of see what your take would be on it, because it's kind of hard for me to do it being with a mindset that we've been given, where it's hard to envision making these large sums of money. How do you how do you vision, envision yourself as a billionaire? So for me, I believe that I'm going to make six figures. I believe that I'm going to have this money, not so that I can go buy a Ferrari and, you know, leave people in the dust, but so that I can contribute and make a difference in people's lives and give people the blueprint to get to where I got. How do you, how do you kind of envision that with the, the own two eyeballs that you've been given by God? Well, let's say, brother, you know what I'm saying? One of the things that you said in your question is my dream is to make six figures, but it's not like not that you want to go buy a Lamborghini or something like that. But let's say hypothetically, bro, what if it was your dream? So what? If that's your dream, go get you a Lamborghini. They create cars like that for people. 
if that's what you strive, if that's at the top of your list and that's what's important to you and that's what you feel like you should treat yourself with, that's what we need to be doing. Mm. You know, it takes the same amount of energy, my brother, to be broke than it does to be wealthy. Now, however you choose to divine, define what wealth is, that's up to you. If some people define it by money, some people define it, define it by, you know, your greatest wealth is your health. Right. Whatever. Some people define wealth with relationships. You know what I'm saying? I think it encompasses all of those things. Mm-hmm. But the same energy it takes to be broke, it takes to make the six figures that you're talking about. So a lot of people out here broke. The, way, the same energy you putting into talking about, oh, I'm struggling, I'm broke. It takes that same actual energy, bro, to speak your dream into existence. It takes that same energy that it takes to walk in a McDonald's restaurant that it would take to walk in an expensive restaurant and hang around people that already have what you have. So, for example, right. if you walk in any restaurant, water is free in every restaurant. So why don't you eat before you actually go to the high-end restaurant and put yourself in a position to be around other wealthy people if that's your dream? You see what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. You eat before you go, and then when you go to the restaurant, all you need to do is get some cranberry juice or some water. But the fact that you're in a, in a restaurant with people who make six figures, what they're going to teach you? A wealthy pe- person can only teach you how to be wealthy, bro. They cannot teach you how to be broke. Uh, a broke person can only teach you how to be broke. So I just tell people like this, bro. If you want to become an author, hang out with authors. Have you ever in your life, and I'm going to end with this point right here, police officers hang with police officers. Mm-hmm. Firemen hang with firemen. Rich people hang with rich people. The wealthy hang with the wealthy. And broke people hang with who, bro? Broke. So whatever you want to become, you just need to hang around it. It's that simple. Mm. Man, I feel like that's a huge life hack, what you said about going to that that, that expensive restaurant, man. I never would have thought about that, to be honest. That's crazy. You know, one of the things, bro, no insult to you, is most people don't use the brain that they actually was given to actually think. Because their brain nowadays right. is in people's hands, bro. Mm-hmm. It's called a cell phone. That's right. And I'm, I like to call myself an old soul and a young body because I'm, I'm trying my best to not be completely anti-cell phone. And I know I have probably 200-something plus unread messages just because most of the time my phone's on Do Not Disturb and I'm doing something else. I'm, my dream is to be a music producer, so I'm working on music. My dream is to have this podcast and this platform where I can give a voice to anybody, like I told you earlier. So I'm having my podcast. I'm having interviews. I'm setting that up. I'm promoting that. My dream is to be an author one day. So I'm reading books. I'm getting more skills. Um, I'm writing in my notebooks, things like that. The phone, it's such a blessing and a curse because now in this day and age, we're able to create a platform for ourselves just by getting attention. And I feel like as long as you get attention, you can pretty much do anything. So what would you give as a piece of advice? Because I know you got a platform now. you got a hefty amount of followers. How have you been able to use a cell phone to your benefit? Um, how have I been able to use a cell phone to my benefit? Well, one of the things, let's see. How have I been able to use a cell phone for my benefit? One of the benefits that I have, you, how I have used a cell phone to my benefit, bro, is being able to take that cell phone, cut that cell phone off, and put that cell phone down for at least two hours a day, and don't do no, and don't and get off that phone for two hours a day. Mm-hmm. I do that every day. I use no social media or nothing. Now, how does a cell phone benefit me? The fact that I'm not using a cell phone, it allows my mind to tap in when I go to dinner with people. Let's say I go to dinner with you, bro. Right. And you know, you ever been to dinner and everybody on the on the um call everybody at the table is on their cell phone. Yep, I hate it, bro. 
It's the rudest thing ever. So we got this philosophy where we put the cell phones in the middle of the table. First person that grabbed their actual cell phone, they should pay the bill because I feel like I'm a king. So people are only going to treat you according to, you know what I'm saying, how you treat yourself or how you see yourself. Mm. So I tell people I'm a king and my time is valuable. Everything that I have to say, you should listen and I should feel the same about you, just like why I decided to do this podcast. You know, like right. I said, kings hang with kings. Poverty people hang with poverty people. If you want to change your situation, change your change your environment and it'll change your situation it'll change the way you speak it'll change your bank account so when you talk about uh how a cell phone has benefited me i i I remove myself two hours a day from not using that cell phone and when i'm sitting at the tables i put my cell phone down Mm -hmm. so that i can go back to the old school way of connecting with a person and being able to build their trust by looking them in their eyes small things make a big difference now let's talk about the use of a cell phone when i'm back on using a cell phone as you see i use instagram because there is a positive to it you have the opportunity in the day that we live in to be able to connect with Obama, to be able to connect with Oprah Winfrey, all off tagging these people and stuff like that, getting your message out there. So I would recommend that people use these social sites to promote your business, not tell people what color socks you got on. (laughs) Use this place to, you know what I'm saying, be able to market and sell your products, not just to tell people what you're eating every day. The reality of it is, bro, nobody cares about your life for real. Nobody. And if you think I'm playing... Why do you think some people got 200,000 followers, bro, but they don't have $200,000 in the bank? Mm, that's deep. You mean to tell me you, you, you think you're so big that you got a million followers, but if you asked all your followers right now to send you $1 to your bank account, I, bear, I guarantee you by, within 24 hours you won't have a million dollars in the bank account. So this is what I say to all of that, bro. You know what I'm saying? If you got less money in the bank than you got followers on Instagram, you need to get you a new group of friends. So before we call these people our friends and, and, and using the cell phone, we like to say, you know, oh, these are my friends right here. See, people use words too loosely, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're not your friends. They're just associates. Or they might just be people that, you know, you never even met them. You know, my friends, what I call a friend is a person that will inconvenience themselves for my friendship to make sure that I'm good and that they good. So what I mean by that is, let's say if I called you a friend, bro. So you're not my friend because I just met you. Right. You're, an, you're an associate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if I put you in the friend category, it's I have certain expectations for my friends to do for me in my life. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so then if you don't come through, then I have a right and I feel entitled. I don't care if people say I'm in my feelings or not. Friends are supposed to be there to uplift each other, support each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what friends do. You know, so if you was married and, and then you knew I'm in your city in PA or wherever you from and I'm stranded and I call you and say, hey, bro, I have absolutely nowhere to go. And you say, bro, you know what? Let me make room for you, man. Let me talk to my wife. I'm going to see if we can, you know, make room for you. Why would you leave your friend outside? The least I could do is go get you go get an air mattress, blow it up, and you can come on in here and stay. Mm-hmm. But see, some people would say, bro, I don't got no room. I don't got no room. So you need to think about how you categorizing that person because maybe they're not your friend and you just think y'all friends. There's no way you can be friends. And you just met somebody in five minutes. But we'll say, that's my friend. No, you just met them. Mm. That's so true. So true, bro. I think a lot of people do fall victim to that and they get too comfortable. And then that's when the snake is given the ability to bite your ankle, you know? So I know you asked about, you know, the use of a cell phone, but I just went in a little bit farther. (laughs) No, bro. I appreciate that. Yo, like whatever you feel led to say, say it because God gives you the right words to say. God gives us all the words we need to say so that the people that need to hear it can hear it. So like by all means go on any route, bro. I just want to kind of, move now to if you could just talk where you got to where you are now because 
I don't know how many people that listen to my podcast know you, but I guarantee after listening to this, they're going to know who you are, and they're going to follow you, and they're going to inspire. They're going to be motivated, impacted. So just if you want to lay it all down, bro, by all means. Oh, well, the first the first thing, man, I got to where I'm at in my life, bro. You know, first thing I do, I sat, I do my meditation, I do my praying. And then when I get done with that, I be writing my dreams down and I manifest it, everything that I have into my existence. You can be anything that you want to, bro, but you got to stop praying. And then once you get done praying, you got to get up and actually do the work. How can you say God is within you, but you don't get up and do godly work? You see, if God is within me, bro, I can move mountains if I want to, because God, that's the type of God that I serve. See, I don't serve a broke God. That's why I don't have broke dreams. Right. I don't get. I serve a wealthy God. I serve a. I serve a healthy God. So if that being said, bro, my God could take cancer out of me, and I don't, I never have stuff like that because all that stuff is man-made stuff. God didn't create none of that stuff. Right. So when I look at anything, well, so when people look at me, and you know, they say, "How can you have a dream that big?" I cannot help that you that you set limits on your mindset and you set limits on the life that you actually have. Uh, in your life. I don't have mm-hmm. limits, bro. I don't have roofs on my house and goals set like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I go get whatever I want to get. So uh, I just wake up every day with obtainable goals that I can go get. And if you keep watering that rose, bro, it's going to grow, bro. Man. And that's good. I like, you know, something that I really struggle with, too, is having with these with these big goals that I do have in mind and these big dreams. When you focus on the bigger picture, it makes it hard to obtain it. So when you actually focus on the attainable things every day, like you said, then it really puts things in a perspective and you'll most likely end up moving quicker than you thought. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, brother. I 100% agree with you. Yeah, and it's just crazy how when you don't have a mentor, man, you got to really fall down so many times you can keep getting up and learning it for yourself so do you have any mentors that you you've had throughout your whole life bro or or can you just touch base on any type of mentor you have currently look bro you to answer your question yes I, I have three mentors you know i got a spiritual mentor a business mentor and a personal mentor in order to be successful man it's always best to surround yourself around people that don't want your life but they can help you get to the level of where you're going mm. most of the people who accumulate success only accumulate that success because they have gotten mentors and those mentors should be able to put you in positions that you have had trouble putting yourself you know what i'm saying so if you if you know one mentor might teach you about why you need to pay your taxes on time that's very important because they're not teaching that in school. Mm-hmm. Another mentor might teach you how to buy something for a dollar and sell it for $10. That's 900% markup. They're not teaching this kind of stuff in school, but you need mentors to teach you that. Another mentor might teach you, you know what I'm saying, uh, why you shouldn't be, you know, uh, sleeping with 10 or 20 women. And you should be putting that energy into your business. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. All of these things are things that, you know, if you ain't got no example to look up to, then you don't know no better. So that's why a lot of people, they end up, you know, in gangs or they end up in, you know, selling drugs is because that's the environment that, you know, sometimes these people are raised up in. And for myself, I was raised up in a drug environment. So that's why I ended up selling drugs. If you never was introduced to speaking English, bro, you never would speak English. You don't speak English because you're American. You right. speak English because you were t- you was taught how to speak English. So that's how I look at success. You have not accumulated success because you have not defined it. And then once it was defined, nobody taught you how to make six figures. Nobody taught you how to make two hundred, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars. But someone taught you 
how to say I'm broke. That's crazy, man. That's that's really impactful, bro. And that puts things into perspective a lot because that really is the the matrix that we all live in. And a lot of us, especially as blacks, it's it's harder because we're put at a disadvantage where through all these years of oppression and just the all all of the the negative things that we've went through and it's it's really even configured our own DNA into molding into something that feels like it can't measure up to everybody else. And so with that being a constant battle that we have to go through and and that being something that we have to always strive to, to be better as, what do you think the importance of collaboration is and where does that come in? Because we can't do this alone. So when, when people think they can do it alone, I feel like that just comes with a sense of ego and that comes with, since we had all this people, so many, so many words telling us that we're, we're worthless and we're not worth anything then now we feel like we have to prove something. We feel like, okay, now we got to do this on on our own. We got to boss up. We got to be self-made. But in reality, I feel like we're putting ourselves at a disadvantage because this isn't a competition. No, this is this is something that we're in together. Oh, absolutely, bro. Well, most people wake up attempting to prove something to their haters. Mm. And I've always wondered, bro, why would you wake up to work very hard to prove something to someone that doesn't like you? why would you wake up to prove something to somebody who does not pay your bills that will never pay your bills and that will never support you so i came up with the quote and i said we should put less energy into people we should put less energy into supporting the people that hate us and put more energy into uplifting the people who support our dreams Mm. instead of hating someone because they hate you why don't you shed light on the people who show love to you Instead of putting down the people who didn't support your dream, why don't you pick up the phone and call the people who did support your dream? Tell them that you appreciate them. Instead of waiting on a person to die, to appreciate their existence and get them roses when they did, why don't you appreciate the people that's living? So don't wait till I die before you show me appreciation, bro. I want you to have said everything that you wanted to say to me while I was living. So when you come to my funeral, you have nothing to say to me. I don't want you to bring me no roses when I'm dead because you could have been a, you could have given me them roses when you was actually living. Mm. Right on, bro. That's that's right on, man. I just this is definitely going <laughs> like a thousand times better than I really imagined, bro. And I just I, I really am so interested at how you you just discovered and found out all of these these quotes and these these lifestyle mantras and how you kind of shaped your mind how did like what did you what what do you think the most important thing was that really triggered that turnaround inside of your mind that said okay well here I am I might be broke right now but let me just do a complete 360 and let me just say, okay, well, I'm leaving that behind because possibilities are endless and I can really go after anything I want and achieve it and then well, I, continue on a new path. Well, I encourage, I encourage all people to do this, bro. And I'm not just saying this. Right. I want everybody that listens to your podcast to grab my book because in my book, I go, in, I go real deep into it, into this book right here. Mm-hmm. People, I can sit here, bro, and talk to you all day. 
but nobody appreciates anything that they don't pay for or that they don't invest in. Now, I understand that all payments don't have to come in the form of cash, but people have to make some type of investment to appreciate the work that I'm traveling around doing. I can mm. sit here and talk, bro, to them blue, green, purple, orange. People don't appreciate free stuff. So I encourage people, if you really want to know how to run a business, how to develop a wealthy mindset, grab my new book for $99.63. That's the Rich Edition book. That's what I speak into existence, and I tell anybody that buy this book, like I told you today. Right. If you buy this book and you don't get anything out of this book, bro, I'll give your money back plus a hundred dollars. Man, that's that's a lot of confidence, man. And I just I just love the confidence that you have and everything, bro. It's just like just just truly I feel like like you said, a world changer and I'm I'm happy that I get to see. You know, I actually found out about you because one of my friends, um, his name is Caleb and he's he's going to be a successful rapper. He is the one that shared your Ted talk that you had um, way back. And I watched it and I was just blown away. First off, <laughs> I didn't expect to see the name. I said, Whoa, whoa. I-, I never seen anybody like billionaire PA. At first I thought that was Pennsylvania. So I was like, okay, this guy's probably from like Pennsylvania or something. And then when I listened to you uh, just talking about speaking your dreams into existence and everything and and just talking about how you came from one point getting to the next that's when i really knew that <laughs> i can be on a ted talk too if, if my man right here was on a ted talk then he can and he was sitting in that same audience the year before then as long as you speak it into existence and you go after and you go get it then anything is really possible so the question that i have for you bro is it might seem kind of facetious but do you believe, do you really think that everybody has dreams, bro? Or do you think that there are people that walk around just content with what they're, what they're, they're in right now? They don't think twice about even formulating a, another life for themselves. Well, you know, bro, everybody on earth has a dream, bro. But the thing is, everybody not on earth living their dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has a purpose on life, but everybody don't know what their purpose is. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? The thing is to find out, bro, what your purpose is and what inspires you to wake up every single day, even if you didn't get a dollar for it, would you wake up and do it? And that, and that's where you should spend your time and energy. See, I love helping people. I love bringing white, black, Asian people and all everybody together. Mm-hmm. That's my dream, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to change the world. We're going to put up billboards around the country and inspire billions of people, man, to see our billboards, to speak their dreams into existence. And I do speak into existence that we'll get sponsors that will sponsor these billboards. I speak into existence that my books will be sold in stores all over the world and the right deals will come to us. You're not getting, I'm not giving up the rights to my products and stuff yep. like that. Mm-hmm. So I just speak into, I just put these dreams in the universe. I speak into existence that Oprah Winfrey is going to interview me. I'm so bold to put these uh, mm. dreams out there in the universe because I know that's my purpose. I know I can go get it. And if you are afraid to speak your dream into existence, then you should, you should know that that's not going to manifest. You too coward to even manifest what you think that you deserve. And then you put it on other people. And people think that, you know, the problems that they go through, like, oh, my mama's sick. My mama did. The reality of it is, bro, people don't care nothing about your mama being sick. People don't care nothing about your problems. That's not my dream. That's not my problem. That's your problem. Mm-hmm. Mm. And what's what's the importance of positivity, man? Like, I know neg- 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 like negative energy is just something that I really can't stand, bro. And I'm all about energy. I, I was just at urgent care on Sunday because I was starting to feel ill. And I had this one nurse, as soon as she walked through the door, bro, I just felt 
I felt the negativity just come from her, bro. And I knew as soon as she opened her mouth that she was about to just bring some type of some evil my way. And and I'm not calling her an evil person, but I knew. Oh, here comes the complaining, the I wish I'd rather be home doing nothing, watching Netflix or something. And she's talking to me and she's just bringing a rain on, on my situation that's already kind of bleak because I'm ill. So how do you handle negativity and what do you say when, when somebody comes with the 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 mindset that it's okay to complain? Well, negativity, bro, can only affect you if you don't know who you are. Mm. If you know that you're a positive person, bro, then you can hang around an atheist person. Right. You can hang around, a, if you're Christian, you can hang around a Muslim. You can hang around any culture, bro, and it shouldn't be able to affect you. Mm. Because you're secure within yourself. So I never put myself in a position where a person is able to rile me up over a, a six or a seven. Because I control my energy. You don't right. control that. So I can easily remove myself from negative situations, bro, just by walking away. Or just by being kind to them. And, uh, you know, if you kind the whole time to a negative person, they look in the mirror, you know what I'm saying, and they feel mm-hmm. that they, they start questioning themselves. You might never see them questioning themselves, but you keep being nice to them. You know, you want to you want to kill a negative person, bro. Just continue to be nice to them. And it's a, it's, it's a reality check that they'll have to have with themselves. And then they'll start questioning themselves. And you, you don't even know it. They'll be battling with their biggest demons inside of them. And they'll realize that the real demon is within yourself. And so that's why negative people, they never bother me, bro. Mm. I don't even think negative people exist, but maybe that's because I don't hang around them. I'm just being mm. sarcastic, but you get the point, bro. <laughs> no, right, bro. I, I, I feel you. And just me, when I be, especially through college, man, like, it was really an outlet for me to become more self-aware year by year by year. And I wasn't just going through college, going to class and skating. I was putting myself in leadership positions where I was, overseeing other students or I was in a point of power where I was representing the university so I had a university badge logo on my shirt where I, where I had to I had to act a certain way so but not not act a certain way that's not me and what my my duty and my responsibility was is to show you how the authentic and the real the, the positive and the the relator that I am and how important relationships are that's what I did so for me doing that, that's how when I met students in the summer, just helping them uh, like schedule their classes, when they move in in the fall, that's how I had people calling me on my walkie-talkie saying, hey, this family is calling for Alex. They want Alex to come over and help them. They don't want nobody else, you know, because you, you have to put yourself in these positions to really grow as a leader. And I don't really think I, – I, I do believe that people are born – as leaders and, and followers, like you said. But um, I also think that a follower can become a leader. And so what I really want to get at, I guess, is how would somebody feel how, – how does somebody kind of find their purpose and their identity? I know that's kind of, like, hard and subjective to put on, but if anything, how would you – or how what are some things that you have taken to find – your true self-image and to be comfortable in yourself? Well, the first thing you got to do, man, is identify and understand who you are. Right. The second thing that you have to do, bro, is never hold your tongue and, and always speak your truth. Mm. The third thing you got to do is continue to educate yourself so that you can continue to know who you are every day because you always are evolving and you always growing. 
Mm. A lot of people don't know who they are, bro. So therefore, if you don't know who you are, you you cannot pick up a pen and actually write what your actual dream is. So see, I can tell you to your face, bro, if I don't like certain things, I just tell you, I don't like this. If you're making me unhappy in a relationship, I just got to be honest with you and just say, I'm not happy in this relationship. Um, certain things that got to change and I got to communicate with you and let you know what areas in my life that that's not making me happy. Right. You know, but a lot of people would just say, oh, it's okay. So for example, bro, you ever heard somebody say, hey, how you doing? And the other person response is, hey, how you doing? It's like both of y'all asked the question, but nobody <laughs> was, was not intuitive enough to actually answer the question that the other person asked. Yep. That's how numb we are to, in this society, bro. So what that tells me is people is just going through the motion, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm very intuitive. And that goes back to the first question of when you first asked me on the phone. Don't ask me, what do I do? Ask me, who am I? Mm-hmm. Mm. Because every time you have the opportunity to, to, talk, to talk to someone, that's an opportunity to learn exactly who that person is. And then you're able to learn what that person's dream is. So to answer your question, it's easy for me to write down on a piece of paper after you know who you are, you know what you like, I know what I don't like. I see I like to help people. So how can we turn that helping people into a dream? Okay, then you write down your dream. I speak into existence that I'm going to inspire over 1 billion people to speak their dreams into existence and teach people how to develop a wealthy mind. Well, Bill, you know, how are you going to do that? And then you write up under there a sublink. I'm going to do that through inspirational speaking. I'm going to do that through writing books, an inspirational clothing line, through a podcast. You mm. just write all these lists of things down and then you circle the top three that you want to do. And then you that's how you turn your intangible dream, which is just an idea, into your reality so that you can live your dream, bro. It's pretty simple to me. Right. That Man, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, you know, I write things down and I got a five-year plan and I write all my, my, my why down because the why is is so important so important bro if you don't if you don't have the the whole idea of why you're even doing something then you're not gonna feel inspired motivated or passionate to even be someone and so i want to i want to um hold that thought right there but i think writing that stuff down bro i feel like you're giving a lot of gems and i really thank you because i know a lot of people that are going to listen to this are young leaders right now and that they have a lot of ambition and they have a lot of passion and get things done. I don't say that they're motivated because motivated comes and go motivation comes and goes. I like to say driven because driven means you got to drive where you can't be stopped. You're on drive. When you put it, when you shift the car in the drive, it's going to keep going. You feel me? Well, it's you know, bro, motiv- motivation is equivalent to crack to me. Mm. You want to talk on that? What does crack do, bro? I know you know. I don't know if I know you never did it or nothing like that. But just look at what do people what do people smoke weed for? Yeah, to get high. Mm-hmm. It gets them high, bro. And then when they get done getting high, what do they do? They go back to you know being I guess the opposite of high is low. So you go back to your regular state of mind. Mm. So that's why I look at motivation. You go to these motivational speaking events and they hype your butt up to do stuff that you know you cannot do. See, I don't want to scream at you. I don't want to yell at you. I don't want to pump you up. I want you to be able to understand the knowledge that I'm actually giving you so that you know, so I want to do it calmly so, you know what I'm saying, I can make sure that you are comprehending what I'm actually showing you so that it can be applied to your life. You see, I don't want you to just read the book. I want you to understand the book and apply the lessons that I'm giving you so that you know how to pay your taxes. You know how to run your business and stuff like that because these are all the things that I did not know how to do and nobody taught me. 
So a lot of times when you go to these events, you know what I'm saying, you got people hiked up to be billionaires. Right. They're really, they never going to be a billionaire. Everybody's not going to be a billionaire, bro. And sometimes you just got to be realistic and honest. But you can go in a room and hype up 300 people to believe something that they don't even believe in themselves. So for, for two hours of being in your motivational seminar, they hyped up for two, and then knowing good and well when they get back home, they have no plan of execution on how to go about even signing up a billion people. They don't even know that if you, you know, oh, I need to get 100,000 people to give me $20 every single month. Mm. But see, most people don't have the plan of execution. They just hyped up, but they don't know where to actually start with the dream. You got to sit down and map this stuff out, bro. Every successful person on earth, every millionaire, bro, mapped out their millions. It doesn't just magically happen, bro. And there's some people that it just actually, you know, it just must, you know, they just got lucky. They was just blessed or however you want to call it. Right. Yeah. They became millionaires. But most of the people on this earth, bro, they map out they, they every single dollar. And most of the successful uh, millionaires, bro, they very frugal with their money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because we don't spend money on things that don't bring value into our life. And that's where you got to understand the difference of an asset and a liability. Even with the friends that you spend your time with, mm. is that friend an asset or a liability? And a liability takes away from your life. And an asset adds value to your life. So we got to start spending our time and spending our money on things that add value into our life. Mm. Our time is the most important thing that we got, man. And people make money their God. People make money everything, their motivation. And I feel like when you chase after money, that's when you stay chasing after money. You know, I feel like it's possible to get it, but I feel like that's when you never really find that fulfillment or, or anything and it's just something that you keep doing until you finally one day turn into dust and you go into the ground and so with with having the importance of relationships and the importance of just cultivating uh an, an, an environment where you're not just sitting around wasting time and you're not just sitting around throwing away valuable currency because it's just it's just really crazy, bro. I think about this all the time. How I'm at I'm at my job and I'm trading away my valuable currency for eleven dollars an hour, bro. It's crazy to me. It's crazy that somebody's able to put a value on your life, and that most people don't realize that there's something wrong with that. That it might seem nice when you're making sixteen dollars an hour because you were making eleven, but you're still only making $17 or $16 an hour of your time when there's 24. We're all given the same 24 hours in a day. And <laughs> it's just, I don't know, bro. That That's just what I think about every single day. Mm, absolutely, man. Well, hey, bro, you got to start somewhere. So be thankful for that job because it's only going to educate you. How would you know you don't like something if you never experienced it? So sometimes you need to have that job and you got to be thankful for that job because you know good and well you're more than $11 an hour. But you would never know you would never know that if you didn't actually have to work a job for $11 an hour. So sometimes I tell people it's good to work on that job for $11 an hour so that you can appreciate when you start your business and uh, you will have a lot more passion, a lot more love because you know what it took for you to actually build your business and get out of that situation of trading in time for money. People do it all day, every day, bro. Mm. Mm. And it's good. Something that I, I also train myself to think, too, is that when I go to work, I know that this isn't my permanent place in life. I know this isn't the outcome. This is only a stepping stone for what's to come. And to be honest, bro, like, I don't 
think I really have uh, a definite end because I feel like you can always do more no matter what. I feel like you can always help another person. You can always give another dollar. You can always make another dollar. You can always set somebody up to change your life forever. So what do you, what do you think is that the self-actualization for you? What do you think is the peak? And, and I don't even know if it, like I said, if you, if you got a peak, but I would probably say what, what is it that once you, once you impact a billion, it's 2 billion, right? Well, you know, um, my dream is just to inspire as many people as I possibly can. Can when I said a billion, I always meant more than a billion. Right. But as long as I get the opportunity to wake up, bro, and inspire people, that's what I'm gonna continue to do. Mm. And I want to talk about time and um, the the importance of not putting a, a limit on it because that's something that I really struggle with myself and. I kind of attribute that back to just watching the people that I I want to be with, like these rappers, these music producers that I, I, I love so much. I listen to them on a daily basis. I want to be up there collaborating with them before their scene is gone. You know what I mean? And so I got a quote by Confucius that says, it does not matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. So what's to you, what do you think the importance of just kind of going with with the, the 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 pace. I mean, Drake in a in his song um, "Closer to My Dreams," he said, "My dreams are who I'm my dreams are who I'm chasing with." So you so you can say I'm pacing it so that I'm always chasing. My dreams are who I'm racing with. So you can say I'm pacing it so that I'm always chasing it. You know what I mean? So what are your thoughts on that? Um, what are my thoughts on what? Just like pacing and everything and, and not trying to, to overwork yourself. Like, I mean, you know, you want to work daily every single day at something, but how do you find that balance? Balance is something that I struggle with. So what's balance to you and how have you been able to maintain balance that has set up uh, an outlet for your success? Oh man, that's a great question, bro. You know, the importance of God, bro. So much, bro. So much. Okay. It's real. It's very important that you understand you know what I'm saying? What God do for your life so you can understand what your flesh goal is, what your flesh dream is, and what your spiritual dream is. Mm. See, God, if your flesh dream, bro, is to be a billionaire, that ain't got nothing to do with God's purpose for you. Mm. So you might want to wake up and be the best rapper in the world, but that might not be God's plan. So if you find, so let's say like my dream is to be a billionaire and that's the flesh dream. Right. So you mean to tell me you got some people who will live their whole life and wake up and every single day and work hard to being a billionaire. And let's say you you make it to $100,000 and then boom, you just died. So you go on off to heaven or wherever, you know, uh, wherever you go after this and you'd be like, dang, I didn't get to fulfill my purpose here on earth. Because, you know, what I'm saying you never was tapped into the spiritual, the spiritual dream of what you or the purpose of what you was actually created to do. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm living my purpose. So God cut me short right now. I know that I was waking up every day living my dream and I'd be okay with going on home, bro. So I, I just always encourage people, bro, to wake up every single day. And, and, and you know, if you live in your purpose, you can feel it in your heart. I was created to do this, bro. Mm. So when you talk about, you know, you want to see yourself up there at the top, I feel like you got to change your language, bro. You got to change your language to this right here. I changed my name to billionaire, bro, when I was broke. 
Mm. You know how crazy you got to be to change your name to billionaire <laughs> when you broke. Right. So so I made other people manifest my dreams into existence for me every time they call my name. You got a lot of people who carry slave names. Mm. Although they're not a slave, they're still a slave, bro, mentally. Mm. Because you're getting called a slave name. So I, ain't, I changed my name because I didn't want to represent. I, I've never been a slave, so why should I carry a slave name? So what does all this have to do with everything? Whatever you want to be, bro, you just go ahead and claim it. And you speak as if you already have it. Therefore, you're already living a dream. There's not one billionaire on the face of this earth, bro, that did not know they was going to be a billionaire before they was a billionaire. They already knew that. It's not, you don't just accidentally become the best rapper in the world, bro. You think like that. You move like that. You carry yourself like that. No king in the world, bro, is a king and never thought that they was, was going to be a king. That's so true. So true, bro. So... It's it's really important, like 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 you just touched on, man, to to really envision yourself as what you see yourself as, and to make that your reality. Because I don't think a lot of people do realize that when I wanted to become a music producer in the beginning, I said, "Wait, let me take a step back and actually realize that I already am a music producer, and I am a successful Absolutely. Music producer because I'm doing this right now. I'm I'm making I'm making these beats." And even if I play it for my friends, they like it. That means I'm serving my purpose with the music, which is bringing joy to someone's life from something that I created. And I feel like that's in any platform that, whether it be YouTube or the music or a podcast or what, if I'm able to give that value to someone's life, then I'm achieving my purpose and I'm fulfilling my purpose and my destiny in this life. So you talk about books and you have books and I can't wait <laughs> to finally get my hands on your book, bro, because I already know it's going to be extremely impactful. Uh, I wish I could get it sooner, man, but um, I'm working, and I had to take time off right now. But definitely, I would say by, by August, bro, definitely by the end of August. Oh, absolutely. Well, keep in mind, bro, my book is $99.63, and you get 20% off because you're a sponsor for the company. So we're going to take care of you, man. It's no problem, bro. Just let me know when you're ready, and we're going to execute it. Definitely, bro. And what's what's the importance of books, bro? Because I I don't know if you know what Fahrenheit 451 is, but that's a classic novel. And they just made a movie adaptation with my man Michael B. Jordan. I think he's one of the, the best actors out right now. But he um, was in this movie. And, I mean, they just burn books, bro. And I just I feel like so many people just shun books and they don't realize the wealth of knowledge and the information and the empowerment that you can get from reading somebody's own manifestations, bro. So, like, just just go in on, on books, bro. Like, just to, to kind of put it in perspective for people to understand why they should be reading. Well, I'm saying like this, bro. Just because it's in a book don't make it true. Mm. People tend to think that just because it got published, everything in the book is true. Sometimes you got to read between the lines, bro. You got to pay attention. I feel like that's what damaged our culture, bro. You know, with creating religion and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you know, there was a perfect, you know, a perfect way to control people is to create this religion stuff, put it in books and stuff and just tell you this is how you should live your life so that I can so that I can control you. A lot of people don't even understand that. So if we create all these different religions, bro, and we keep people separated and stuff like that, 
you know what I'm saying? It's easy to tell people that, you know, the reason why you should be broke is because you should stay humble. You need to be humble. But they don't say it like that. They just say, you you know, have you ever seen humble associated with a successful white person? You never hear people say, oh, my God, he's so humble. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, what's the dude's name for Facebook? Mark Zuckerberg. He, he's so humble. He's so humble. <laughs> they they keep that, they use that humble word, bro, to control black people. Bro, let me, let's put it this way. You say you came from nothing. You had a job for $11 an hour. The moment you, let's say that tomorrow you woke up and you had $11 million in your bank account. You go out and you buy a car, you buy two cars, you buy three cars. Nobody knows your character, but they will say that that person isn't humble because he's buying all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, if you came from nothing and you turned your life into something, why can't you as a black man be excited for the things that you worked hard to go out and get? Why can't you as a black man stand up and pat yourself on the back without nobody telling you you selfish? Why can't you as a black man, why they got to tell you you humble? They want to tell you you humble because if you find out your worth, bro, as a black man, I don't care what nobody say, bro. Even if I went black, I would tell you. If I was a white man, I would say the best thing that we ever did to a black man was to teach him that his mind don't work. Mm. So so true, bro. Because as long as, as long as you don't know to use your brain, I get you get to pay me to think for you. I get to tell you when you go to school, when you get out. I get to teach you stuff that ain't true that make you think that it is true. You know, some people are okay with being broke, bro. Wake up and go tell 10 black people you're going to be a billionaire and watch them say, why you want to be a billionaire? Flip the script and say, why you want to stay broke? That's facts. That's right. You know, I saw something funny, man. <laughs> I was going on YouTube today, and I saw a headline that said, Kylie Jenner, self-made millionaire, bro. Self-made. Nah, billionaire. It might have been a self-made billionaire, bro. It's just like... I don't understand. I just don't understand how the media and like like society. I don't. I don't even know what what it all is that just has the the strings and orchestrates the way that we're able to be so fixed on people. And Cardi B just had her baby. I mean, good for her. That's great. But the fact that I opened up Snapchat. And I scroll to the right and I see there's a whole story of people so absorbed in this, absorbed in people that they don't even know, bro. It's like you're kind of losing, it's like you're kind of losing a grip on reality and you're so focused and living in someone else's life that yours is kind of passing you by. I don't think that everybody, there might be some people that are just generally happy for Cardi and Offset, but I mean, I feel like if you don't know this person, can you really be happy for them? That's a good question, bro. A lot of people, bro, don't know they self. Mm. You know how many people, bro, they scared to tell you how they really feel? You know how many people in relationships that will, that will stay in a relationship and scared to tell the person that they sleep with every single night that they don't like the relationship no more? They just stay just to stay. You know, I'll tell you the truth, bro. If I didn't like this interview right now, I'll tell you, bro, I got to go. And I don't care if you like me, because guess what, bro? Your likes and your comments have never paid one of my bills. So I'm okay with losing. You know, a lot of people say don't burn, don't burn no bridges. You see, bro, I set fire bridge if you ain't never added no value in my life. And I don't have mm-hmm. no problem because I have no intentions of ever crossing you again. And I'm okay with that. If you ain't adding value in my life, I, I'll help you help me set this bridge on fire. 
So I don't, some every quote in the world, it just don't apply to me. It sounds great. It sounds phenomenal. Phenomenal. <clears throat> but I got my friends that I judge by friends based on their actions, based on their truth, and based on the, the words that come out their mouth and making sure that <clears throat> their words is aligned with their feet. Mm. You know what that means? Yeah, you want to go into more detail on that? Well, just making sure that what they speak, their feet be walking in the same direction. That makes sense. And a lot of people do talk, but they don't walk, bro. You know? Yeah, so in essence, this right here. Next time you talk to somebody, they're business-minded, ask them, ask them, you know what I'm saying, uh, if you ask them about their business or whatever, watch what they explain to you and then ask them what their website is. Most of the people that will sit and talk to you and tell you what they what they actually do for a living, and then you go on the website and see uh, see if they got a website or if they got YouTube videos, they won't even be in alignment with what they're talking about. You see, like I told you, I sell books, for example. I sell clothes. My wealth, my website, WealthyMindsOnline.com. So everything that you go to on that website, you're going to see everything that I spoke about. Mm. I don't, I'm not really going to speak to you about things that are not into existence yet because I haven't manifested that yet. I got so many ideas, but guess what? I don't feel like I'm a man for sharing you something that I haven't brought into existence yet. So I ain't going to speak about it until it's time to show it. Because my grandmama told me, if your work speak for you, you never have to open your mouth. Mm. 100% agree with that, bro. And why do you think people feel the need to do that? Like, why do you think people, oh, let me, uh, oh, you asked me about what I'm doing? All right, well, yeah, you know, so I'm a YouTuber and, you know. But what does, what does being a YouTuber, what does that mean, though? Exactly. I'm a YouTuber. So you living in, the, you living in somebody else's dream. So YouTube could walk in the office tomorrow, press one button, and all y'all YouTubers is gone. <laughs> That's crazy. That man. is crazy. That is crazy. I never. That's your that. whole dream gone. Dang. That's crazy. YouTube could walk in the office right now. You know, bro. I'm gonna end with this. How much more time we got? Um, I mean, we can go. It's it's 53 minutes right now, so we can. We can wrap it up if you want to, bro. I don't. I don't know. You're you're productive, so I don't want to hold you. Dude, well, I got about two more minutes, then I gotta hop off. All right, bro. So I wanted to see if you had any more questions. Let's definitely get to them because I want to make sure I provide you with, with everything that you need. Right, bro. And I, I really, I just want to um, leave you. Uh, I saw that you had something. I was I was looking at more of uh, some other interviews that you had. I'm just interested for myself. This is like a little bit of what I wanted to find out. I I heard that you had something with a Super Bowl commercial when Les Brown was talking about you. So first, how did you really meet Les Brown? And then can you talk more about that Super Bowl commercial? Uh, well, Les Brown is a good, good mentor of mine. He's been supporting me for a long time. He actually bought a book from me, and I was, I was very thankful because a lot of celebrities, they think that they should get your stuff for free. Mm, I believe that. So, you know... I appreciate Les Brown because he pulled out $163 and he bought my book for me and 36 cents. Wow. He didn't even ask for it. So I respect people who understand what the energy that people put into their dream and they want to pay for it because if you pay for it, you will appreciate it. Mm. Oh, you know, when I deal with a lot, I deal with a lot of celebrities and they feel that, you know, you should give it to them. And I look at it like I'm not giving it to you unless you put it in written contract that you're going to go on a show or you're going to promote me on your Instagram or something. 
you're going to actually help me to get, you know, to, to, to the next level because not all forms of payment have to come in the form of cash. But business is supposed to be reciprocated, bro. I refuse to give you something, but I don't get nothing in return. If you black, right? Walk in the store and pick up some Skittles and tell them you don't feel like paying. Walk out and see what happens to you. Uh huh. So that's how I look at business. If I wrote, I wrote a book to be to get compensated for it, not to be your friend, not to be com- just to get a comment, not to for you just to say, "Oh, this is a great idea." No, I wrote the book to make one hundred and sixty three dollars and to help people speak their dreams into existence. Man, and can you can you touch about the Super Bowl ad? Oh, the Super Bowl. I don't really. I it wasn't a Super Bowl ad. It was actually Procter and Gamble. <coughs> they had did a documentary on my life, so it didn't actually run during the Super Bowl. Uh, not, not not to my knowledge. Uh, so I think um, I don't know what Les was. Uh, he might have just got it confused or something <laughs> like that. But he probably he was just so excited. But maybe he was helping me to speak a dream into existence. But yeah, <coughs> I'm never gonna tell no lie and nothing like that. But <coughs> it was for uh, Procter and Gamble. I did a major documentary on my life. It's on YouTube, bro. Go on YouTube. My Rising Tide. Dope. I'm definitely going to check that out, bro. Because, like I said, you've been a major inspiration to me. Just, like, even today, bro, just talking to you on the phone. I feel like, I feel like I've known you. And I, I know that you have my best interest, bro. And I know that we're not friends right now. This is our first encounter, bro. But, like, I want to help you grow. And... I want to support your dream. I want to be able to provide value to you, bro. And I, like, I just, I just can't thank you enough for everything you've done for me today, man. Oh, no problem, man. Let's continue to speak them dreams into existence and uh, set that podcast up with 19 Keys, man. And y'all have a great podcast as well. Definitely, bro. And for people to connect with you, can you just shout out your social media so people can get on the train, bro? Yeah, they can... Uh... Lead with me at Billionaire PA. Don't follow me. Lead with me, man. We got enough mm. followers. I like that. I like that a lot, bro. Well, that's all I got for you today, bro. Thank you again. And stay blessed. Stay healthy. Stay wealthy, man. My man, I appreciate your existence, bro. Have a wealthy day. And Thank keep you. speaking your dreams into existence. Wealthy. I will, bro. Definitely. And I'll speak to you soon, man. Okay, wealthy. All right, y'all.